The zombies come out at night. I found myself scratching the ceiling of my brain, trying to catch a flight. See, I'm just a Negro trying to figure out what's wrong and what's right. See, I don't even know if I should listen to the Israelites or Brother Polite. I was also studying 5% while getting bent. I seen the zombies, the darkness, the darkness seemed to jump me. My faith lacked, and I didn't know how to grab it back. I was stuck in my ways and just getting lit, when I should just be in somebody's pulpit. But I'm out with the zombies. Every morning, I would face the book, a book that barely speaks any truth. I would face an L, but see, I didn't receive any losses. I try to walk like y'all, I don't believe in wearing crosses. I want to create my own platform. I was destined to be great, that's a swarm. But I have these relapses. Where I really lynch my mind And that liquor makes me feel fine So I think But it only brings more demons And I hope I'm forgiven for acting like a heathen Inshallah, alhamdulillah I'm divorcing long hours at the bar Truth is realizing your own scars So I face myself Can't even talk to some of my family members anymore they think I need help. They heard I was listening to Farrakhan. They crucified me like they did Mary's son. Can I blow reefer around you as you speak truth to me? Can you look at the depths of my soul? Tell me what I got to sacrifice. Tell me where I should think twice. As I take a couple puffs, can you tell me how I can make my blessings double up? How can I stop worrying and such? Can you speak truth to me? Who am I? Where am I supposed to be? Is it right here where I'm lacking faith and having constant dates with fear? I can I ask you this one thing? Can you run to the store and buy me another beer? Can I smoke this weed while drinking my 40? And I tell you how I feel. Can you promise not to break this seal? These scars are hard to peel. But if I open up, will you be able to deal?
peace and blessings to the whole planet of the earth. I just took some sh- a shot of the nasty tequila, and it just didn't go down right. Uh, but yo, this is your host Black Line with your co-host Blue Line. Sirs, this is the best podcast called the Blue Lines, and uh, we're back at you once again. Twan is here with us once again. What's up? What's up? You feeling better, bro? Man, I can actually talk today. Because last time you did sound like Doc Vader's little cousin. Yeah, it was bad, man. Yeah, yeah man. Doc so Vader and Barry White a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Barry yeah. White, yeah. wow. Barry White was a great singer, though. Yeah, man, wasn't he? He, he, he was man. a great singer, man. So, Blue, how your week been going? It's been busy. Yeah? yeah. You always busy. I'm always busy. I, I've slept <laughs> in the last, let's see, it's hard, it's hard to even figure it out. In the last 24 hours, I think I've slept three or four. Well, hours? Yeah. It's not good. No, it's not. It's terrible. You going to do something about it? Well. Well, you got kids and yeah. wife. Work, and... When you work midnights. Yeah. And so that's then like some when, when, when you get home, you've got, you got little kids to yeah. take care of because you got to save money on daycare. Mm. So it, it results in... Do they go to daycare? Lo- well, not on my... So Wednesdays are my Saturdays. Gotcha. So that's why, so, we, uh, that's why we record yeah, on Wednesdays yeah. because this is right. my first day off of the week. Yeah. But I'm I work up, Tuesday I'm, night. I'm taking up a lot of your time. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. No, I, you're not taking up any time. <laughs> I, I wouldn't use that terminology at all. Right. But Tuesday night's my Friday. Mm-hmm. So I get off Wednesday morning. Gotcha. But because I don't work tonight, we don't pay for daycare. So I got to come home, stay up, take care of the kids, try to sleep when I can, and then mm-hmm. make it over here. Do you ever like feel like you need need more sleep? Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. So but I'll get it. I'll sleep tonight. So what keeps you going? Just your family, like in general. Like well, you just got to keep going. You just got to keep going. Yeah. But I'm saying like, what 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 gets you up to like do your job, take care of the kids, and all that? Like, well, it, when I woke up to family? come when when I woke up to come record this podcast, my mm-hmm. phone went off, and I knew I had to get up. But what was the per like? You could you could have <laughs> hit snooze. So what was like your main purpose though? Well, yeah, yeah. You just gotta. Just, That's what you got to do. So at this point, you kind of just on autopilot. It, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. You just do. You get used to it. Yeah, huh. just foggy all the time. That shit don't get boring. Well, yeah, it gets old. Really? Yeah, you get real tired. And you still love your kids. Oh, absolutely. And you still love your wife. Yeah, through and through. Jesus Christ, what did I get myself into? Man, <laughs> so I'm still single now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so I, I shot you this video. Uh, I saw both of you guys' this video about the uh, Scotts Borough kids uh, in Alabama. Uh-huh. Uh, 1930s. 1930s is the early 1930s. Um, and so the topic today actually is black youth versus white youth. How black kids are being portrayed in the media versus white kids being mm-hmm. portrayed in the media. Uh, and I found this particular story which happened in the 1930s. About the Scotts, uh, Scotts Barrow kids, uh, in, in down in Alabama. So what happened was that well, there there was a fight that happened on the train station. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, on a train, the train was uh, moving, and there were certain black kids on this train, and they were all going different places. They were all actually searching for different jobs. Uh, like I told you before, one of the kids actually were, was going to Memphis because he needed some uh, new glasses. Mm-hmm. And actually, when the whole situation went down, he actually had only one contact in. So uh, to shorten the story up, 
uh, a white guy and a black guy got into a fight on the train. The fight broke out. The train immediately stops. Once the train stops, they call everybody off, but they point out nine black kids. They point these nine black kids out who don't even know each other, Mm -hmm. mainly. I think one or two of them knew each other, but the rest of the crew did not even know each other. Uh, Once they pointed them out, you know, told them to come here and all that, two white girls come off the train and immediately yell out, rape. Mm Mm-hmm. The nine guys immediately get convicted. They go to jail. Within like a day. Within a day. I think the whole, the the entire process was, it was less than a week for sure. Oh, it was definitely less than a week. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to skip that, that that far. But uh, it was definitely like less than a week. They got uh, pinned to the electric chair for death mm-hmm. because of what two white women had said. Back in the 30s, rape was a death penalty. Yes. And it was an unspeakable. Offense. It was an unspeakable crime too. At uh, mm-hmm. at that point, you know, mm-hmm. they didn't want anybody to know about what had happened uh, since these guys were getting the death chair. Uh, eventually, a lot of uh, the defenders who were defending these guys, uh, because the media came out and said that the nine people who raped these two women were men. They were savages. They were un, un, uneducated Negroes. And they were over uh over hype uh sexual mm-hmm. uh mutation people. Basically the media took the 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 kids involved in this and they were kids. The oldest guy created that was, a narrative that Yeah. The oldest guy that was involved in the situation was nineteen. Mm-hmm. The youngest guy was thirteen. So these were kids. Kids that who didn't they didn't even know each other. Once again, wasn't even associated with each other. They got pinned to the death chair. Um the NAACP wanted to pick up the the case, but it was too late mm-hmm. for them to even get involved because they, they started to see what the media was portraying on these black kids. Like, once again, that the the media tried to make it seem like these were men and these guys were savages, that they, they indeed raped this uh, these two white women. Mm-hmm. So we uh, we fast forward to today. And we see black kids getting murdered in the streets. Yeah. Now, what you got to say, Blue? Well, but you also missed the the part where, just like Black Wall Street, mm-hmm. we, we talked about a couple episodes ago, the woman in the elevator yeah. ended up not pressing charges because her accusations ended up probably not yeah. being factual. Yep. Similarly, in this case, the two white women... Who had claimed rape? Right. It turns out they were actual they prostitutes. Were, yep, they were and wrong. Back in and the thirties, these nine kids were wrongly convicted. Yes, they didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. The the two women on the train claimed rape mm-hmm. because back in the thirties, if you cross state lines to commit an act of whatever they they coined it, I forget, uh, sexual impropriety or mm-hmm. whatever. If you cross state lines to do that, then it was an additional charge. Mm-hmm. And they had done that. They had gone from Tennessee to Alabama. Yeah. So in order to save their own ass, yeah. because they knew they, they were they prostitutes and they knew they had crossed yeah. state lines, they dimed out black kids. Yep. And these kids were But the media, the point innocent. is the media jumped on it yeah. and then started portraying them in a certain light. Yeah. And all of it is complete horseshit. None of it's yep. true. The and that and even then, goes and we we talked about that in Black Wall Street. So mm-hmm. this is it, it's trickling down now. Yeah, and the same but, situation but even, happened with Emmett Till too. Oh yeah. Oh, did you see too that recently the the 
the historical marker that they post where Emmett Till was found. Oh, yeah. It keeps getting vandalized. Are yeah. You serious? Over and over and over again. Yeah. This black kid who did nothing wrong and got murdered. It, first of all, he supposedly whistled at a white woman. Well, but that that was again found to not be but true. But that was a lie, though. But the fact that he, if you even thought, even if he I, had I whistled, whistled at a woman, that's yeah. not the that's not like yeah. a good cause to kill a kid. Yeah, and dude, how y'all killed the kid was just yeah crazy. So what's changed though is in the thirties. Shortly after all this went down, Mm -hmm. everybody realized, oh, wait, this was probably not the best conviction ever. And the court very quickly acknowledged this this was bad. And the women came out and said, yeah, we were actually prostitutes and we were just trying to save our own ass. Right. So back in the 30s, though, that didn't matter. Because many white Southerners actually thought that justice was like, yeah, it was right. And so back in the 30s, none of that mattered, and the kids were still convicted and sent to prison and, and yeah. portrayed very poorly in, in the, the media. media at the time. Yeah. So that was in the 30s. What has changed is the criminal justice system does actually work a little bit better today. If, if an accusation is made today that is then proven to be completely false, the criminal justice system will not stick to their guns and say, okay, well, we're going to go ahead and continue yeah. with prosecution like they did in the 30s. Right. That's what's changed. What hasn't changed is the portrayal of black kids versus white kids in exactly. the media. That's what's absolutely yeah. consistent. And so with that story, you know, how those kids were projected in the 1930s, we fast forward to, let's go to 2012, mm-hmm. when Trayvon Martin was killed. Trayvon Martin was a kid who was watching the All-Star game with his, uh, I think his little sister or little brother, uh, walked to the store during halftime, uh, to go get some Skittles and some uh, tea. Mm-hmm. So walking back, a guy named George Zimmerman mm-hmm. saw this kid walking, called 911 and literally said, uh, you know, um, yeah, I, I can't remember like the actual conversation, but I do know some of the remarks he said was that uh, these kids always, or the, they always get away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, M, the 911 person, dispatch person said, do not follow him. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm going to follow him. George Zimmerman was basically a, a, a security guard, for lack of a better word. Yeah. He was like the home. home yeah, he was like a neighborhood watch guy. Yeah. He had zero authority and zero power. Yeah, he had no, like no power. No what, training, No nothing. power whatsoever. Yeah. So he follows this kid, which is what? He's 16, 17 years old. George Zimmerman's probably like 36, 37. Follows this kid. He walks up on the kid. They get into a tussle. And and once again, if you guys don't know about Trayvon Martin, please go listen to the recording. Uh, it will break your heart. Uh, you can hear Trayvon saying, please don't shoot, don't shoot. And the guy shoots Trayvon Martin. Mm-hmm. All Trayvon Martin had, once again, was some Skittles and some tea. But since Florida has this stand your ground rules, which I, I still don't know how that applies to him killing Trayvon. Uh, it's, it's the worst law ever written. It's It's, it's crazy. So, but go back to the media of how the media portrayed Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin was actually, if you looked at the media, he was a bad kid. Mm-hmm. He was a thug. He was a gangbanger. He was all these things. He, he basically but, got what he deserved if you looked at what the media had you said. You know what's funny is, but Trayvon Martin at the end of the day was a kid. He was a kid. He was under 18 years old. Even if age. he was a gangbanger, he was 16, 17 years old. Well, even How many wrong things did you do when you were 16, well, 17? But even the law recognizes that. 
Yeah. When, when you're a juvenile. And it's the stand your ground thing? And then he followed him? Yeah. But, so how are you standing your ground if you follow somebody? Yeah, you're not. You're no, not. The whole thing's insane. It's a fucking attack. The whole thing's insane. But with the whole thing with, with Trayvon Martin is even the legal justice system mm-hmm. with all of its flaws recognizes that kids are going to be kids. Right. And, and the criminal justice system allows for that. And so what happens is when you commit crimes as a, as a person under the age of 18, when you turn 18, that's expunged completely. Your record is wiped clean. Your juvenile record doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. The intent of the criminal justice system where juveniles is concerned is to rehabilitate, not punish. That's stated emphatically everywhere. Mm. If you are a child under the age of 18 and you commit a crime, the point of the criminal justice system is to rehabilitate you and not punish you. So that's good. That's a good thing. Mm, Yeah. Of course. But the media didn't portray it that way. The, this is where this is where the media and and the actual law there's a disconnect. Mm-hmm. So Zimmerman said, "Well, and I don't even remember exactly why George Zimmerman was so suspicious of Trayvon Martin because he was a black kid." Well, but what, that's not what he well, said. Well, though. He, he said that they always get away. That's that's what I remember. And for me, when he said they always get away, yeah. So it had to be some type of thing where these kids are probably. I mean, the gist of it is he saw a black kid walking and he was yeah. Upset the about gist it. of it. Uh, but what was his? He had to have had more some of type a, of intent. Now there probably was some breaking ins and some homes because I'm, I, I, you know me, I'm a logical person. I'm yeah. thinking like, yeah. Okay, so he said they always get away. So there had to be some previous incidents that yeah. happened. Yeah. Okay, we don't know what happened though. Yeah. But for you to follow this kid yeah. who is walking back from a store with some Skittles and a tea. And he was a kid. Never forget that. A kid. Yeah. Okay. Watch. This is my wife probably calling me once again. Oh, no, it's not. They can get ignored. <laughs> Anyways, this is a kid walking back. If I call dispatch and say, hey, there's a guy looking suspicious around here with the woo. What should I do? They're going to be like, okay, stay there, sir. Yeah. We're going to get some help on the way. Yeah. Now, if my dumb ass go out there and try to do whatever I do and my ass get beat or shot, who fault is that? Yeah. It's my fault, right? Yeah. This man went after they told him, don't follow him, and continued to follow this kid. Yeah. Once again, it's a kid. Yeah. And he tussled with him. Maybe Trayvon whooped the shit out of his ass, and that's why he had to pull the gun now, and that's where the stand your, stand your ground thing came mm-hmm. into play. Yeah. You know what's interesting about that, though, is police are not allowed to... We're not allowed to create our own exigency. Mm -hmm. So what that means is if you're going to use force on somebody, it has to be justified because of the suspect's actions alone. Mm. I can't put myself in a position where... I've purposely put myself in a bad position where I now have to use force because it's my fault. Because I did something Mm. stupid. So if you're dealing with somebody in a car, for instance, Mm -hmm. and they flee... If, as an officer, I step in front of that car and I'm like, well, I'm in front of the car. Now I'm in front of the car. I could die. I had to shoot him. That's creating your own exigency. You can't do that shit. If somebody drives at you, that's different. If you place yeah. yourself in a position to be hurt, that's a completely different mm. thing. And and speaking of case law, case law states you can't create your own exigency. You mm-hmm. cannot create something out of nothing. Mm. The The... Emergency and the exigency has to be a hundred percent and entirely the doing of the suspect. George mm. Zimmerman created his own exigency. 
He was told not to follow the kid. The kid wasn't doing anything. Keep in mind, if you're a 16 year old kid and you got some weird fucker following you. Oh, man. Shit, you, we throwing down. Get his ass. Hey, like, shit, my mama it's, told it's me, creepy. shit, don't it's trust weird. no strangers. I'm either going to run or whip his ass. Stranger danger. Yeah. Stranger danger. Exactly. Everybody was taught that no matter what color, yeah. skin color you come from. Like, you was taught that. Stranger yeah. danger. Yeah. Whoop his ass. Yeah. Run, do something. But, yeah. but I feel like even if he would have ran, he still would have get popped in the back. Yep. But George Zimmerman created his own exigency. And then Florida has this bullshit crazy law about stand your ground. It's the it's the worst law ever written. It basically it basically legalized murder. And and it's still on the books. Still on. And the even book. after George Zimmerman and Trayvon Martin, yeah. it's still on the books. Yeah. And so and look at how Trayvon Martin as a child though was portrayed though. That that was Zimmerman's entire defense. That was his entire defense. But look, check this out. We got st- we still got most stuff. Look. Mike Brown, mm-hmm. who was actually a a great student in school, he was actually like a, a tutor in school. He was a great person. Now he did get caught up into some street stuff, you know. But you know, like he's a kid. Yeah. Uh, what happened was, since now there's like more media reports coming out. What happened was there was the exchange the night before Mike Brown got shot. Did yeah. you know about that? Yeah. yeah. There was the exchange that happened. I don't know what the exchange was, mm-hmm. but. He was exchanged a box of cigarillos. Yeah. He told the guy that he was going to come back tomorrow and pick it up. Mm-hmm. The guy who he told was not there. And there was a different guy. It was a night. different guy. Mm-hmm. So when Mike Brown goes to get his cigarillos, it seemed like he's stealing. Mm-hmm. So now he's, he's. You know what? You know what? That. So my opinion of that particular shooting has changed. When. What's your opinion? Well, it's changed. My original opinion of the Ferguson shooting was that the cop didn't do anything wrong because Mike Brown was a big kid. I mean, he was a kid, but he was a large kid. And he, according to the reports, at least, uh, fought with the officer and tried to obtain the officer's gun. Yeah. So if that's true and you've got somebody who's overpowering you and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, there's some strong kids out there. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. There's some 16, 17-year-olds who are enormously strong. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, <laughs> I have no bo- I'll make no bones about it. could kick my ass. Right. No, One I of the, and, and this is going to sound hey. funny, but it's just simply the, the truth. Yeah. One of the hardest fights I've ever had in my career was a 30-something-year-old white woman. Mm. Because she was mentally... I don't know what her problem was, honestly. I shouldn't be laughing at that. I'm sorry. I just had the weirdest image in my head of you fighting a 30-something-year-old white woman. We (laughs) were all fighting her. She was 250 pounds, and she was crazy. And Uh, and when you're mentally... Whatever caused her issue that evening, we're still not totally sure of, but... She was See, certainly not in her right mind, I, whether it was mental health or drug-induced or whatever. I don't know if I'd be a good cop, bro, because I would have been like, 250? Uh, Y'all got it. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, dude, it was hard to fight her. Yeah. So so Mike Brown was a kid, but Mike Brown was a big kid. Yeah, and there yeah, was a chance that a little skinny, twerp, white officer got himself <laughs> in a position where he's like, man, I can't even beat up a 16-year-old. Yeah. And that's not any shame on him. But him. in certain There's reports, though, they say he, got, but, he shot him in the leg. And then it's when Mike Brown was like, okay, my hands are up. Mm-hmm. Please don't shoot. Mm-hmm. And then there's another report saying that he actually, the cop actually got behind Mike Brown, shot him in the back of the head, and the bullet came through his mm-hmm. left eyeball. Mm-hmm. So it was an up-close shooting. The, the the meaningful part about that shooting, though, is the history in that particular town that led up to it. Mm. Yep. The reason all that went down the way that it went uh, down see, is wife. because 
You want to, you want to take that? No, you keep talking. Are you well? I don't know. I don't know how much of your business we got to share on here. Hey, I'm recording a podcast, baby. Every Wednesday we record the podcast. Okay. If this gets too long, we can just edit it out. But it was the favorite part for many people on the last episode. So it's real life. Yeah. 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 Oh, you cooking dinner? Okay, baby. Look well, let us record yeah, the podcast, yeah. and we'll—I'll be home in just a second. Hey, I expect leftovers next time, man. And Twan yeah. said he'll split the. Can he get some leftovers? I said, sure. <laughs> She's like, absolutely. My people, all right. Don't tell everybody, okay? Bye. Love you. Bye, bye. All right. <laughs> last last week that was everybody's favorite part of the show. I know. So, but are we ending it out or no? We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how see. it plays out. I, I doubt it. Hey, that's what I say. Let's go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, all you that goes that tequila th- shot. Oh boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so all that goes down with uh, Mike Brown. Yeah. And the the actual incident that occurred between the officer and Mike Brown. That's yeah. It's been investigated. Yeah, you know, there's disagreement about exactly what went down with the that incident. However, what's meaningful is what preceded it, which was the relationship between the community and the police leading up to that. That's why that got so out of hand, is because had the police gone into the community and done proper policing and built a relationship and gotten to know the community and gotten to a place where the community trusted mm. the police because the police were out there doing outreach. And developing a relationship, Bro, you just that said, shooting would have man, gone you just down. Said some real shit. Have you watched The Wire? No, I, I haven't. You, you've told me that a million times. I, but, I have, mm-hmm. bro. You've, you you've recommended. You it. definitely should watch The Wire because The Wire shows like in the first season. There's a couple of cops who just go into the neighborhood and just do some dumb ass shit they shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. But there's like I think like one or two cops who actually go and make personal relationships mm-hmm. with the community, mm-hmm. and you can see how effectively. That relationship goes, yeah. you know, hand in hand. If there had been trust between the police and the community leading up to that shooting, everybody's perception of that shooting would be different. Mm. The The issue is that there was zero trust. And so when there's zero trust and then something like that happens, well, it's the perfect storm. It's going to get it is going to be an absolute shit show, which it ended up being. That's the issue. My original opinion of that shooting is that it was justified, but now new information has come out as well. There's been new information mm-hmm. in recent years mm-hmm. and months about that shooting. So my mm-hmm. e- opinion of that has even changed. But what what my opinion has stayed the same with is that had the police been done a better job connecting with the community and getting to know the community and actually trying to serve the community instead of victimizing them, then if everything had gone down just like it did, there would have been more understanding. There would have been uh, uh, more of an opportunity to have an open discussion about it and really look at the facts of the matter. And there wouldn't have been all this contention that there ended up being. Yeah. The issue is that prior to that incident, the cops in the community were going disconnected. Yeah, disconnected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cops hated the community. The community hated the cops. There was uh, no trust. Yeah. It was a black community and a bunch of white cops. And that... 
How Bro. that doesn't make any sense. It makes zero like, sense. It makes zero zero sense. sense. And, it's like, and it's like back into the 1950s, 1960s. You can't have yeah. a bunch of white people policing a bunch of black people. And, bro, and, and, and so let's go back to the media part, though. Mm-hmm. You know, how they portray Mike Brown once mm-hmm. again. Oh, thug, criminal, what, robber. You thought Mike, you thought literally white people thought that Mike Brown and Trayvon Martin got what they deserved. But so let's go to. Let's both go. of them were children. Both of them were children. Now let's go to these white kids. So, but real quick before we, I, we I, before we juxtapose that, you should you want to shot tequila? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, they were still kids, and even the legal justice system in the United States of America recognizes that kids are to be rehabilitated and not punished. Yeah, they they are held to a lesser standard because mm. they're kids. It's it's assumed that they're kids and they're going to behave as such. So. Okay. So to have to have black children behave in a way, uh-huh. and even the legal justice system says, "Well, they're kids." Yeah. So we're going to treat them. We're going to hold them to a different standard. Yeah. That's great, and that's good, and yeah. that's something the legal system gets right. However, the media, in turn, doesn't do that. The yeah. media still portrays them as thugs, and but only black kids as thugs. I'm about to see if something. they always give white kids an out, and they always. Portray black kids as thugs. I'm about to see if this. Uh, I seen an article today where some cops in Chicago uh, they took some Nikes. Yeah, I, we were just I'm trying to see if that's that. true. I don't know if it's true either. Like they, it they, they put them out into this like uh, where kids were playing basketball. Some some black kids playing basketball. Yeah. The kids seen the shoes. And walked up on the shoes and they arrested him for stealing. Yeah, I don't know if that's true though. Is I mean, that the well, was so I don't terrible. know if it's true. I just didn't look at the rest of it. I didn't. I was saying. I saw the. I saw the the news feed, like the headline. I was like, yeah, yeah that seems a little. The far reason fit. I think that hopefully isn't true is because it's entrapment. Yeah, that's entrapment. That's, that's entrapment. I mean, that's like putting a stake in front of a starving but person and then charging this, this, him. This, for this, this is what bothered me though. This is what bothered me about that article. There was a white guy that shared it and said, "What are you guys going to do about your about your kids?" It was a white guy, yeah. and I said, "Okay." Now, if I took some goddamn some same shoes to a trailer fucking park mm-hmm. with a bunch of white motherfuckers, they gonna do the same exact yeah. shit. You wouldn't have had to take it to a trailer park. I grew up in a lower middle class white neighborhood. You pulled that into my neighborhood, mm-hmm. the white kids would have been all over it. All mm-hmm. over it, yo. We got to get that over the fact that its color is. Is proximity and economics. You know what I'm saying? You knew that these kids were in the hood. Yeah. You know they gonna do that you know shit. Gonna do that. So yeah. why would you even do that? Why would you even like put that out? But I don't know how true that is. Yeah, I'm not sure that that's true either. I, yeah, I, I, I just saw that today, actually. Yeah, yeah, I seen I seen it I hope last it's night. I seen it last night. But okay. While I'm looking it up, but let's go into uh Oh, maybe it is true. That shit it made complex. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh wow! I think this shit. Yeah, is that's true. that's basically entrapment. Yeah. Oh, it may if it made complex, it got to be true. I believe their sources. But anyways, let's go on this white youth. We got Dylan Roof. We got what's <laughs> the uh, the white guy that well, shot up the movie there? All, yeah, all, all, all the of mass them. shooters. All the mass They're shooters. All mentally ill. They. All mentally ill, but they were all great people. They just didn't have any friends. They were did depressed. You see, did you see the recent news on the Parkland shooter? Oh, who no. actually he's uh, he may have some Hispanic origin, but he looks white, so that's all that matters. Yeah, because yeah. we're all about what people yeah. look like. It's I all mean, about... like they walked up on him and gave him the handcuffs and everything. Well, did you hear what recently came out? Well, wait, They're wait, saying wait. the system failed him because prior to the shooting, oh. he had reached out for help. 
Oh, and now it's the system's fault. This white white looking kid killed a bunch of people. Really? Yeah. What? How many bones can you be thrown? You you go into a school and massacre a bunch of people. Oh, so how was he? Like, how did the system fail him? Well, because he asked for help, apparently, and he has mental illness. Like what the, the fuck we gotta do to ask for help, nigga? We've been asking help no, for a long time. Nobody, hey, bro, nobody's. You ever, don't get help, you get bootstraps. Pull right? Them. You feel me? You better pull them up. You better. Be, <laughs> you got them. You better find something to pull on. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> yo, like we get, and that's what's so alarming though is to see how little has changed since the 1930s. Because you know we started talking about Scottsboro. Yeah, certain things about. Society has absolutely changed. The criminal justice system works better and is more well-intentioned and lawful and moral than it was back then. And it's, but what hasn't changed right. is the portrayal. Is the portrayal. And it's crazy. Yeah. Like, and that like hasn't said, changed the at media, all. Like I said, the media was Scottsboro. They made everybody think that justice was served. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of white Southerners, white, uh, Southerners were like happy that these guys had got the death penalty. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to now, Trayvon Martin, Mike Brown, they get killed. It's like, well, they were thugs anyway. And, they and were, they that's were savages all, anyway. And you know what? Wipe them off. Nobody ever, I don't even know if Michael Brown or Trayvon Martin had mental illness because it's even if they did, it's not ever brought up. It's not brought They're up. They're just thugs. Bro. They're it's, criminals. They, yeah. But it, meanwhile, never this Parkland motherfucker <laughs> who asked people? for help. He asked Who for killed help. people? And the system failed him. It's crazy. That, that, it, 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 it. <laughs> It blows my mind. If you were to watch the media, if you were if you were to, to if you were to watch the media and assume that everything that's reported is true and accurate and unbiased, you would believe that mental illness doesn't affect affect black bro. people at all, and white bro. people are decimated by. How many it. times have I said that uh, mental illness in the black community is a joke? It does not just go for black people; yeah. it goes for the white people that's on the outside looking in too, yeah. because they like they never point out that maybe that motherfucker is mentally ill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They never point it's that out. N- that you don't get off that way. And also, more, the thing I wanted to say is, for my Trump supporters who are listening, y'all always talk about the fake news, the fake news. Well, when it comes to a black person who got shot dead in the streets, why the fuck don't y'all think maybe, oh, the fake news is actually mm-hmm. telling a lie about this shit too? Mm-hmm. You never hear about that. But when it comes to y'all boy Trump, it's like, oh, the fake news. Yeah. You know, but black people, we just, oh, LeBron should shut up and dribble. Yeah. Mike Brown's a thug. Trayvon's a thug. Kaepernick should not play in the NFL. Simple. Shouldn't kneel. Shouldn't kneel. Yeah. It's simple. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it, it just is it it bothers me to the fact that how easily white America can be brainwashed and trying to think, you know, what to think, basically. Mm-hmm. Where where with black people, we're forced to learn how to maneuver and we teach ourselves how to think. Mm-hmm. Basically. Yeah. But some things have been taught by white people that we still adapt. Yeah, it would be uh, adopted. I it guess it would be interesting to look at, like, just say the last decade of newsworthy crimes. Mm-hmm. So just take the last ten years, pick everything that hit Rodney hit, King hit the national media. Rodney King, we'll say they beat his ass. Was Rodney King mentally ill? Hell no, no, he's a fucking criminal. But see, they beat his ass. He had a record. He had a record. He they wasn't mentally ass. ill. He was a criminal. They never, ever, What's ever. Was Charles Manson? Charles Manson. Charles Manson's psychotic. What the hell happened? They to him? even give that. They I even got that guy in out. He's psychotic. Yeah, yeah. But what, what, what I'm saying, what, what the police do to him though? They just locked him up. Oh, they just locked him up. Yeah. 
Mm, yeah, you know, he had a coat that and killed you know people. They but, they, you know, they just locked him up. They even point out that Charles Manson never actually killed anybody. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. He had They're a coat. They're like, oh, he didn't even kill anybody. Yeah, but he just brainwashed he just the shit out of people. He just with, you know, just them. like fake, the fake news people brainwashed out of things that Trump is a great person. Yeah. You know, Charles Manson just brainwashed a bunch of people to go kill motherfuckers. It wasn't even his fault. He's psychotic. Yeah, he couldn't help himself. And then Charles Manson becomes an actual icon. Let's actually think that Mexicans are fucking bad people. Yeah. Let's build the wall. Mm-hmm. You know, but that, you know, but the, when it's fake news, though, when LeBron says you know, I don't want to sit across from this guy, that's yeah. fake news. You could look at it; would be interesting. We should have done this before we start talking about it. Just pick ten white guys and ten black guys that have made national news for committing crimes, and compare the narrative of the ten white guys to the ten black guys. And I can almost guarantee you, and we didn't do this, but anybody could go out and do it. Just pick, just pick ten violent crimes that have made national news. 10 that were committed by white people and 10 mm-hmm. that were committed by black people and count the number of times the white person is called mentally ill or came from a troubled past Casey Anthony or or, oh. or whatever else and then count the number of <laughs> times the black person called a thug you, and a criminal how, how you kill a whole baby and get off like cuz you mentally yeah, and ill and then celebrate it celebrate and it, bro. seem completely indifferent oh and another thing too since we own this yo we got to stop Cause black people, we do this too, though. Like when I, black musicians or basketball players, they get hooked on drugs. We all know this. Mm-hmm. They immediately call them crackhead, or you know, strung out on you know coke or whatever. Demi Lovato. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, Dude. this motherfucker just overdosed on heroin, and she is a hero. Yeah. She needs yeah. help. She needs. Let's help. get her this. Mm-hmm. But when Lamar Odom, DMX, Bobby Brown. James Brown, they all Whitney did Houston. that stuff. Whitney, Whitney Houston, they just became we, jokes. Everybody, yeah, white and black, we downed them. Yeah. We like called them crackheads. We made plenty of jokes, but when white people do the same yeah. shit, everybody, you know, and the, you know what's the best example of that is Chris Farley. Because uh, Chris yeah. Farley's funny as a motherfucker, and he is. Yeah. yeah, and he is. But you know what Chris Farley was? He was a fucking addict. Yeah. He partied himself to death. Yeah. Nobody talks about that. Everybody says, oh, addiction's terrible. Oh, right. So sad. Poor Chris right. Farley. He was an addict. Poor Chris right. Farley. Yeah. Was it John and Belushi, easy. too? What's up? John Belushi? Was yeah. John, All those I keep guys. Getting mixed up Jim what, John Lennon? Lennon? What about John Everybody Lennon? Everybody makes fun of Whitney Houston. That was, I, I, I can't tell man, you. Man, he was a drug addict, though. I can't no, tell he you. <laughs> <laughs> how many things I've received from different people that I have worked with through police departments mm. making fun of Whitney Houston. Bro, for it's having crazy. died from drug addiction Bro. and from addiction, but they make but fun if of I say her. that same shit about Amy Winehouse. Well, but nobody makes fun of Chris Farley. Nobody makes no. fun of these other people. Yeah. They're just it's just so no. sad because yeah. funny fat and Amy white Winehouse guy died. was a great singer, by the way. Sorry. Why do people make fun yeah. of Whitney Houston, but they don't make fun of Chris Farley? Why? Because she Why? Has, she has melanin. I don't know what it is about yeah, melanin. Status, but honestly, though, I'm serious. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, never, I really don't know. This never occurred to me. I'm asking you because you're white. <laughs> well, no. So listen, I've got a very good friend back home. Yeah. Who has, he's a, he's a well-intentioned good dude, but probably to his core, a little bit racist. And he had, he had sent me several mm. emails making fun of Whitney Houston. Talking about how she finally got the help she needed and how she's finally clean because she's dead. Oh, man. Why weren't those same things sent out about Chris Farley? Why? Why? Chris Farley was a junkie. Chris Farley par- partied too hard, and it killed him. Whitney Houston, the same thing. Everybody makes fun and makes memes out of Whitney Houston, and everybody feels terrible for Chris Farley. Why? Honestly, why? Is it, 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 
if you're reasonable, the only explanation can be the color of their skin. That's it. It is what the media does. Even the media the, says funny white guy, good. Black musician, addict. addict. Even in the, uh, Both me, of them are addicts. Even in the Me Too movement right now, you know how many people like was so-called speculated for raping these women that mm-hmm. were white, but the only one actually convicted was Bill Cosby. Was Bill yeah. Cosby. And there was evidence on everybody else. And There's Bill Cosby's evidence. guilty. Don't forget that. Oh, no, 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 no. Hey, I will absolutely hey, say that he did something. whatsoever, <laughs> yeah, okay? But statute of limitations says he should <laughs> yeah. not be in jail right now. Harvey Weinstein's still going. Harvey now, Weinstein and is you know still swinging strong. <laughs> because Bill Cosby's rich and Harvey Weinstein's rich. So economically, those two fuckers are equal. And quite honestly, there's a good chance Cosby may be a little bit, who knows? I don't know. They're both fucking Cosby's healthy. got more money than he does, but. He, He's probably got more than Weinstein, yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. Who knows? Yeah. The I point is, think he was putting Molly in there pudding. The point I is, he was doing they're that. both <laughs> extremely wealthy. They're both extremely yeah. wealthy. So you can, you can say that they're equal when it comes to economics. They both have the same access to money. They both have the same access to lawyers. They have the same access to everything. Harvey Weinstein's going to, this is going to be litigated forever. Yeah. Cosby's done. He's already been he's been tried twice. Yeah. Harvey Weinstein hasn't been tried once. He hasn't been Cosby's there yet. already been tried twice. Yep. And the first one was a mistrial, right? Yep. Wasn't yep. it? Mm-hmm. And they've already concluded the second trial. Yep. So fucking fast. How can it be that fast? How? Yeah. Why is Harvey Weinstein still and is going to be this is not going to be done for a long long time. Yeah. But Bill Cosby's been tried twice. Both of them are guilty, mind you. There's a whole bunch of things that are equal here. They're both rich. They're yeah. both in the, the showbiz industry. They're both guilty as fuck. I can tell you that right yeah. now. I don't need to know e- either of them or know mm-hmm. too many details to know because we won't go into that. But they're both guilty <laughs> as fuck, period. So they're both wealthy. They're both in the showbiz industry, and they're both guilty. Right. Bill Cosby has been t- tried twice yeah. and found guilty finally on the second time. Yeah. Weinstein, this is going to be litigated forever. Why? Why? Honestly, yeah. What we, is the difference between those two? We know. I was saying, I, I mean, I mean, like, yeah, we know. When it breaks down to your to your skin color, your money doesn't make the difference. It'll mm-hmm. get you out your of certain situations. Your skin color makes an enormous amount of yeah. difference. Yeah, and your Harvey, and makes the most you know what's difference. amazing about that yeah. too is so we, we we talked about Whitney Houston and Chris Farley. Yeah. Whitney Houston was a great singer, but nobody ever said she was a great person necessarily, did they? I mean, she wasn't like a humanitarian. I mean, or, she got. I'm just going to hey, I'm going to the, the bathroom real fast. Like, yeah, go, do, yeah, go do what you got to do. Yeah. She got benefit of the doubt because of the family she came out of. She came from the gospel but she, world, and but she was held as this princess and blah, blah, blah. She wasn't really known as a really virtuous, helpful. I don't think so. She was just know. talented. Yeah, I think she was just the best singer out at the time. So, so Okay. Chris Farley, though, is funny. He's really funny. He's very yeah. lovable. He's big and fat, and he's hilarious. Yeah, he was the cuddly teddy bear white. at the time. Yeah. Well, look at Cosby and Weinstein, though. Weinstein is unattractive as a motherfucker. He's grotesque. <laughs> he isn't funny. He's a mogul. He's greedy. He's the rich white fucker that everybody hates. Yeah. Bill yeah. Cosby was funny. Bill Cosby was lovable. And he actually Bill Cosby did had personality. Yeah. He was he was wholesome in many ways. Yeah. I mean, not genuinely, but through his persona. Yeah. But yet he was still tried twice and convic- convicted once before Weinstein ever. Had a chance to even sniff jail. Yeah, and I take it even and further than them too. Weinstein, yeah. Weinstein is unattractive. Cosby's attractive on the surface. Yeah, but 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 
there's still this double standard. Yeah. Why why are the white people getting the benefit of the doubt over and over and over and over and over again and the black people aren't? Even yeah. when some of the black people have characteristics of the white people and when you compare them side by side you're like, well, every single time I compare these people, it appears that the black person gets the short end of the stick regardless of having similar traits as the white person who on this other comparison is getting the yeah. benefit of the doubt. Yeah. It's fucking skin color. It's, it is. It is. There's no way what around it. What else is it? it? One that should bother you even more than these two, and nobody ever talks about the dad from Seventh Heaven. What, what? he's white? Yo, the dad from, you remember the show Seventh yeah, Heaven? Yeah, I remember Seventh Heaven. I just like that He was show. touching on them the entire time. Oh, you time. know what he saw? This motherfucker didn't get nothing. The show just went off the air. That was it. The show yeah. was done by the time it all came out. But y'all Bruh, didn't take his show off the air. Dang, y'all didn't try him I, at all. You got he admitted it, I believe. Like the kids was talking about it. He didn't go to trial not one time. Not one time. Bro. And he didn't lose no money over it. Mm-hmm. But Bill Cosby show got taken off the air. Convicted just, immediately. Convicted Even immediately after a mistrial. After a mistrial. That that should happen quick. I don't think the dad from Seventh Heaven sent anybody to college. I know Cosby sent at least yeah, he sent a lot of people. To to, he sent a lot of people to so, college, bro. Yep. It's it's crazy. Like, so like, why? Honestly, ask yourself, yeah. what is the difference? Oh, you asking us? You, like no, no, no. I'm asking there. the people. Listen, I was going to say, what is the difference? <laughs> the difference is their fucking skin color. That <laughs> is why racism is so disgusting, and why it has to be fucking addressed and talked about. Which is why no, continually. It, hold on. All right. This is a little bit of a tangent, though. You know what I'm really waiting on, though? The whole Me Too movement is just on males right now. I'm waiting for it to swing the other way and head to Oh, females. yeah. We waiting on that, It's bro. about to happen. It's mm-hmm. about to happen. Because the industry is sleazy no matter what it, what gender you are. Mm-hmm. It's going to end up starting swinging towards the female side. I'm wondering what that's going to start looking like. Who's going to yeah. get, you know, how that's going to look for powerful women. You know, even Tyler Perry came out and said that. Tyler Perry said well, he there's a lot of people was, who was Cruz is in yeah. the middle of it right now. Well, it's a dude that did it to him, but oh. which is weird. I'm like, you this big swole. I'm telling you. Fool. Yeah, and you got a dude grab you by the balls. That, I'm not going to share yeah. my I understand why he didn't mess the dude up, but I'm yeah. like, at the same time, I don't know if I could have held it and not mm. beat the hell out of him on the yeah. spot. But, mm. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of people already coming out and saying the meat and and reasonable people, not yeah, just people right. who have right. bad motives. Reasonable people have come out and said the Me Too movement may have swung a little bit too far. Yeah, um, but yeah, we gotta get a feminist in here. I, I want, yeah, we, that would be I, interesting. Yeah, I definitely, yeah. I definitely. So if you guys listen, I definitely want a feminist on here. Yeah. So please reach out to me. I definitely yeah, want a feminist on here. That's a good point because yeah. while you and I are different by the virtue of our skin color, we're both dudes. Yeah, we both. So dudes. it would yeah, be yeah. interesting to have a woman. In here to talk about y'all some of these sure issues. Y'all don't want a tequila shot. Why are you still doing that? Is the question. It kind of gave me this great feeling. <laughs> <laughs> the first shot was horrible, but this, like I feel great. Uh, okay. Yeah. I feel like you feel warm. You feel I warm. definitely feel warm right now. <laughs> yeah, all right. But I'm not hot. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. Like the the media portrays. White people in a certain light, yeah, and they portray black you know, people and you, in this certain it's way. It's so funny when you sent me this topic. None of the shit that we just talked about occurred to me. It only occurred oh, to me as we sat here and talked. Really, the, the whole well, that's Bill what this Cosby, podcast is for, Harvey though, Weinstein you know, because we both learn from each other all yeah. the time. The the Chris Farley Whitney Houston comparison, yeah. the Harvey Weinstein Bill Cosby comparison. Yeah, there those four people are identical in their dysfunction. Yeah, Chris Farley party too hard. Whitney Houston partied too hard. Yep. Everybody feels terrible that funny, fat Chris Farley's dead, and everybody makes fun of Whitney Houston because she was a junkie. Bill Cosby is a predator. Harvey Weinstein is a predator. 
on the surface, Bill Cosby is actually a thousand times more attractive as a human being. Mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein is grotesque. He's physically grotesque. He's not, he's not attractive in any way. Bill Cosby, prior to all these allegations of finding out they were likely true, was a very attractive person. He was hilarious. Yeah. But it doesn't even fucking matter because his skin is dark. And as far as we've progressed, we haven't progressed. We, we've simultaneously progressed tremendously nasty. and not God at all. damn it. I told you. It's unbelievable. (laughs) Oh, God, that was so disgusting. Uh, It's definitely unbelievable, bro. And you would think, going back to the 1930s, and so much has changed, like you said, even with the the justice system. So much has changed. You would think that the media would give more, you know, give more to, to, to... to everybody, basically, you know, because that's all black people are asking for is like equal ground, equality and things but like that. This is this is what I think is actually happening, because this didn't What's even that? occur to me until we sat down and started talking about this. The way that racism works, functions in society, black people are more in tune to it than most. OK, come on now. But come on. As a as a general society, we are so fucking, fucking blind. blind. We it, don't know what's going that's on. That's what I'm trying to say. And even so the that's media, why I may seem they like they don't even know what listen, they're doing. Blue. That's why I may seem like a black person who is too woke and needs to take a nap mm-hmm. because I recognize the shit. Yeah. I know it. Twan knows it. Yeah. Black people get it. You, not you, but yeah. you people. Yeah. Y'all don't get it. And yeah. so it's like you have to be so... And the so, media doesn't even get it. The media doesn't get oh. it. So we have to be so expressive. We have to be so over the top yeah. that you motherfuckers really understand what, oh, what's going could, on. And there's so many examples of this now that we start talking about it. Fucking Tim Tebow kneeled. Nobody cares that Tim yeah. Tebow kneeled. Kaepernick kneels in a costume's career. Everybody still loves that motherfucker. And yeah. you know what? If you just base it on sports... Kaepernick's a better athlete. Tim T is a better football player, at least <laughs> Way for sure. Better football player. Tim Tebow is a fucking wretched quarterback. Yeah, sucked. That sorry sidearm he had, like it's right. terrible. His yeah. mechanics were awful. Right. And he kneeled. And oh, did y'all hear about? Because he kneeled for the did right you, Did you hear yeah. about uh, yeah. Kaepernick? Because Big Sean had a verse with Kaepernick names. Oh, in they it. took it out of the game. They took. Kaepernick's name out of the Big Sean's verse that yeah. was supposed yeah, to be well, on that. But a know. lot of people, oh, they put it back? Yeah, they put it because back. Because they was going to lose money. money. Charlemagne about to put out, a, he put out a whole, like, challenge of not buying People mad. still not buying it, though. Like, oh, for yeah, real? It's too late. Like, yeah, yeah, you too late, bro. too late. You had no reason to bleep it and, out. Like and and why do we got to realize that? Okay, as black people, as consumers, y'all need to realize that when niggas start sticking together... Yeah. Y'all pockets gonna hurt mm-hmm. When Martin Luther King Got everybody for a motherfucking Like we ain't finna ride the bus That's when white people yeah. was Like okay let's, yeah. We gotta get rid of this MLK well, dude you know what Because it's just like With illegal but immigration even now Everybody says we hate Illegal immigrants But yeah. you take them out of the country And our economy dies What yeah. But think about it now When H&M did that bullshit With the monkey yeah. Or the, the, the little thing On the Swiss shirt Yeah what black people said we ain't shopping there no more. H and M clearly took that shit off because mm-hmm. they know they need they need black people's money. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wish we understood that though. Like we, we only, understand, we it. only get pissed off for the moment. Yeah, for a moment. But if we would have understood that black people are collectively and are just average, just reckless spending, yeah. we have more capital in our community than we have in most third world countries. Mm-hmm. Yep. we're a small country by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if we operated like that, it'd be totally different. If but we can we get a little Africa like in every ne- like every city, like I think we'd be all right. It'd be okay, man. Because like like I said, Asians got little China everywhere. 
man, all over you know the what world. Saying? All over the Every world. Every country that I've been to, a, from France yeah. to Italy, yeah, to, they do. It's they, Chinese they people set you got, up. Even everywhere. now, you know, you go around Nashville to Murfreesboro mm-hmm. to Laverne to Smyrna, you're going to see a Greek restaurant. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or you're going to see a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. You, don't, and, you, don't you know what's no funny? Black. It's white people don't bat an eye. No even even pro Trump folks who hate immigrants go eat Mexican food. Man, love tacos it. They love it. Love them. What? My own grandmother. My what? own grandmother, who's a w- wonderful person, but racist. She yeah, I got to meet your grandma. She didn't like Mexicans, and this is so funny. Too. <laughs> this cracks me up, and this is just I. I love my grandmother, but she was terrified of Mexicans. For and real? She, oh yeah, she grew up in Southern California in like the forties. Oh, she got all the and, propaganda. Oh yeah, yeah. So what? she didn't like. She was afraid of them. Heavy propaganda back in the day. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't so know if she, but she died before I I married oh, my current dang. spouse. I wanted to be your grandmama, man. I find that so funny that my poor grandmother, who who died. she was a, she was a, she was a, she was a uh, product of her time. Uh, yeah, yeah, certainly. Yeah, 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 of course. And that's not to yeah, completely yeah. let her off the hook, but there is some truth to that. You are a product of your time. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. I I would not be me. Yeah. I would not be the 2018 blue line yeah. if I lived in the 20s. I just simply yeah. wouldn't be. Yeah. I would like to think that I was, but I wouldn't be. Right, because I I, li- I would like to think if I was born like the 1950s, 60s, I would definitely be like a yeah. Malcolm X guy. But ain't no telling. Yeah. But my poor grandmother, all yeah. as good as she was and as much as I loved her, yeah. she was wrong about certain things. Yeah. And her fear of Hispanics was fucking wrong. And the thought that she now has a half Hispanic great grandchild tickles me to death. I fucking love it. I love it. It makes me so really because I just think it's so it's so poetic it, and it's so perfect. Yeah, that this woman who feared Hispanics her whole life died before she realized that she's now related to Hispanics. I fucking love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And th- and I didn't do I didn't do that. I, I there was no planning this it just happened so how does your wife feel about like everything with the hispanics that's going on far as like illegal immigrants and things like that how does she feel about it she hates it okay. she's not as vocal as me she doesn't, right. Right. She doesn't well yeah my wife is not as vocal as yeah, me too. she that's, doesn't that's get out here. and talk about it yeah. but i'll tell you right now i have family members on my wife's side of the family who aren't legal and they're the best most wonderful human I, I know it man that i've ever met i know it and well, we've talked about it. Legality does not equal moral and, yeah. and right or wrong. Drugs are illegal, but they shouldn't be. Yeah, they should. Um, right. People can't be people can't be illegal. To, to, to say that somebody's Ill- right. illegal, that's insane. That's okay, nuts. Another, what the another, fuck are you talking another about? Another history lesson. Let's go back in time. Native Americans <laughs> were here before. Mm-hmm. Well, black people were here too. Yeah, well, that's uh, yeah, another story. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Another, another episode. Okay, <laughs> another episode. All right, all right. okay, all right. <laughs> Native Americans here with first. Mm-hmm. White people brought their happy ass over here, wanted to have uh, so-called Thanksgiving. Yeah, gave these motherfuckers blankets, mm-hmm. killed them, and killed their ass. Now who? That's the, not what you learn about in school, though. No, 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 no. They sat down and the Indians taught us how to plant corn, and we all ate at dinner. Yeah, and we all ate at dinner. We had a good time at Thanksgiving. That's a lie. But that's what we're talking. Uh, but uh, if we're going off illegal immigrants, who's really the illegal immigrant in this joint? Mm-hmm. Because we were brought here by force, mm-hmm. even though we had some people here before. But once again, that's another story. Uh, we were brought here by force. The Native Americans are here already. White people just came in this bitch, and they were the true savages. Mm-hmm. You know, they came in here, killed out the, the Native Americans, mm-hmm. and brought black people in to work for free. Yeah. And now you guys on top. Yep. 
And now we bitch and moan about and illegal about bitch and moan about every fucking thing. Call the cops on look kids for selling water. Unbelievable. So it's hey, like, you know what's another? It, well, I mean, we've kind of been all over the place, but <laughs> Tamir Rice is another interesting. Bro, I was shooting. gonna bring him up, but I didn't want to bring him he up. He was because a child. He was a kid playing in a park. His his. Do you know story how many white kids? Bro. Do you know how many white kids playing parks with guns with toy guns? Bro. Yeah. You know how many times we knew everybody didn't play cops and ro- robbers, bro? And, and those I'm cops like, pulled right up on him and fucking and, murdered and him. And shot and the shit out of him. carry state. Yep. So and he, he was obviously a kid. He was obviously, Tamir Rice is yeah, not Michael like Brown. Up baby. Tamir Rice was a child, yeah. and there was no, no that, doubt. That, that, that story, Michael Brown was a big motherfucker. Yeah. The Philando Castile story hurt me like even. Like, Philando Castile hurt me worse than they hurted me about. Trayvon and Mike Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that messed me up. Messed me up. Yeah. Tamir Rice is awful. I don't like talking about it. And cops to this day are like, I don't like talking about it. It was a good it. shoot. We didn't know it was a fake gun. No. And and when and that, I don't like talking about Tamir Rice. Uh, yeah, no, it's, I, it's I, terrible. I, it's, it's so terrible because you know, I got little cousins. Yeah. Who play? Know, yeah. See, that's what fucking kids do is you, they play. You know what I'm saying? So you're trying to tell me my little homie can be just be out and just playing. Unbelievable. And get shot. And they, and white people had the the nerve, the fucking nerve to be like. And you know what? You know why 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 do black people act like this? Why why do black people act like that? You know what the biggest disconnect with that is though. Why do y'all hate Trump? You know shit like that. Is is white? It will cops specifically will say, well he had a gun, he had a gun, and he didn't follow commands, so it was a justified shooting. It was a good shoot. It was justified. Mm-hmm. Okay, <sighs> take a step back and consider. The big picture. Mm-hmm. This was a child playing in the park. How in the fuck can you tell me that was a good shooting? It was a child playing in the park. It's not good. It isn't good. It's justified because case law is massively flawed, and it allows for bad police work to go unpunished. So once again, justified, that's just an empty term. Justified mm-hmm. doesn't mean right or wrong. Legal or illegal doesn't mean right or wrong. Think. Think. Get mm-hmm. outside of your language mm-hmm. and think. Mm-hmm. Tamir Rice was justified do. because he had a gun and he didn't. He had a gun, supposedly, which yeah. he did, but it ended up being a toy gun, which would have been a very simple assumption to make because he was a fucking child. Mm. Look at him. Get outside of your language. Just, it I, wasn't good. Yeah. Admit it. It was terrible. Rice is one and of those, those officers like, were horrible in what they yeah. did. And it was a massive tragedy. And the fact and cops that, are like, it was justified. It was justified. We yeah. followed our training. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Stop being a robot. Right. And, and, and realize, <laughs> right, realize that justified doesn't equal no, right and wrong. Re- that's for real, though. Justified is a man-made, created, what? Um, arbitrary on, term that yeah. a whole bunch of white people got in a room and said, "Here's we're going to determine right now what justified means. Yeah. Here's what justified looks like. Yeah. Laws were made mostly by white people. Because largely elected the officials are white people. The constitution was made by yeah. fucking so we, white people we are back now, in the fucking 1700s. We are now determining what is justified. I'm so sick of that constitution. It's a fucking though. word. I hate, I hate that constitution. It's shit. That shit is like, bro. And I, I just hate... Really, really the reason why I hate the constitution is why, because like... Well, a lot of white people always want to bring that shit up. Like every argument or debate. Like the Constitution is the Bible. Yeah, like, it's, 
yeah, it's like, yeah. like oh, but that's that, that's yeah. in the Constitution. Yeah. Our forefathers who wrote that. Who fucking them. cares? I'm like them dumb motherfuckers who fucking own slaves <laughs> and beat up their women's. Like <laughs> you, you want to live like that? Yeah. We going off them. That's how. That's what this country's supposed to be like. Bunch of slave owners. A bunch of slave owners. Never forget why we left England in the first place. Ah, bruh, come on now. We left England so we could continue to own people. Exactly. Oh man, it's getting deep and it was, today. It was, it was, <laughs> it was justified. Oh, shit getting real today, getting real today. Justified through religion. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh it got even deeper. Oh my gosh. Oh. oh, oh my gosh. How was it justified through religion, Blue? Well, the, if you have you read the Old Testament, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Council of Nicaea. You oh, know. Well, can we talk about Pope it? Innocent? Do we yeah. got time? We got time? Yeah. Wait, y'all want to say it for another I, I, episode? I think it's gonna take too long. <laughs> <laughs> man, I don't, we have to have a sleeping bag. Well, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because uh, yeah, my wife just called me again every fucking episode now. You know, no, not every, just the last two. Just the last, last two. two. She's calling me. Man, talking but about you know what? She's, you, you know why? Because I think she's excited that she made you dinner, and she wants you to appreciate that she made yeah. you dinner. Oh, I appreciate everything yeah. that my wife does for me, honestly. Dude. She's a great woman. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, this woman literally changed my life, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, I met her. Uh, shit, Twan can vouch for me. I had no money. I was sleeping on this fucking futon that I'm sitting on right now, okay, that's in the studio, and we record it. There's a... That, Twan has a, a futon I used to sleep on. So I had this futon as my bed. I had no money. I had no car. I, I, I had a part-time job at the time. Yeah. And I met this woman. This woman had two jobs, her own car, finishing up school in her own apartment. Like just like a whole boss lady. And when I met her, I'm like, what the fuck she want with me? Mm-hmm. You know? But dog, she inspired me to just do so many things is just like for me personally, mm-hmm. like, and she helped me grow into the man I am today. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's awesome. Yeah, if it weren't for her, I, I don't know where I would be at. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't know where I would be at. We still, oh, that's she, beautiful. What would you say? Don't show your emotions. Don't you cry. Yeah, don't you? Don't you got to be a man. I told you, bro. I don't give a fuck. I show my emotions all the time. If I'm feeling something, I'm going to let you know. I'm too vocal at this point now. Hey, man. You know? It's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah, man. You know, so we just waiting on you now. Man. Young bachelor. Yeah, man. I don't know, doc. You don't know? Yeah, I don't know. How you don't know? I just might devote my life to Jesus and, you know. Hey, that's that's, 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 that's a good relationship to have, man. That's, no. Oh, matter of fact, uh, I listened to my my uh, the podcast again, the uh, the Jason Fortick. Fortick? Dude, I can't never pronounce his the, name. Right? The the Jesus podcast, the Jesus podcast. Yeah. This is called the Jesus podcast. Yeah. And man, he had a good uh, sermon the other day where he talked about our needs as as people. You know, we uh, we try to give our needs out to so many other people, but we forget to you know focus on our own. Uh, and he was talking. He came out of Philippians where uh, Paul was in jail mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, but it was a good sermon though, man. He, he was just talking about. Um, you know, basically, like just, just, just kind of craving to, to your own needs. You know yeah. what you need in a certain moment, in a certain season, and things like that. But God may not work in a way that you want Him, you know, to work. Like you know, He's it's like you know, you want. Yeah. I, I can pray and say, God, you know, my my money is in the negatives right now, but uh, give me what I need 
You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if a blessing come, like, you know, Blue always paying for, for my food and shit, I don't never ask him to do the shit. Like, I didn't pay tonight. I know you didn't pay tonight. But you but didn't you, eat But tonight. you always do But you that. didn't eat tonight. Right. Anyways. But Blue could have been that blessing, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's not. I, he didn't give me no money because right. I don't need no money. But he gave me what I needed, and that was I was hungry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So God kind of works in that, that way, which I know Blue don't believe in God, but... I'm just I'm just telling y'all what I got from it, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, I, 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 that's that's just what I learned so far. You know, is that the universe can work in ways that is mysterious, and you know, it, it works. I, you know, you know how I would say that. Wait, I would oh. say sometimes shit works out, and sometimes ah, it doesn't. Yeah. Sometimes some yeah. shit works out, and sometimes sometimes it doesn't. you're fortunate, and sometimes you're unfortunate. Yep. I get it. I know. I honestly do. I do get that. Yeah. And, and I look at that too. Like I, I take every aspect of what I learn from everybody. But you know what else it means too, though? It's what, what you talked about last week. What did I say? Now? Just do nice things for people. Yeah. Just do, yeah. You know why I buy you food? Why? Because it's fucking nice. It's a nice. No, you think gesture. I'm a poor black kid no, from Memphis? I'm no, 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 no. Charity case, man. Uh-uh. Yeah. It's a nice fucking gesture right to off. do. Yeah. No, yeah. it's no, no, no. Yeah. It's a nice thing to do. You know what? I kind of do pay your bills because that shit come out my taxes. How so? I'm the, just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm oh kidding. yeah, yeah. I, for, kidding. for policing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm sure. kidding though. I don't no, know where do. that shit go. I don't know. No, it's all taxes. Yeah. You're absolutely right. But no, no, no. Like I said, just doing nice shit. So, if you want to make life livable, do nice things for people. Yeah. And it and it makes an enormous difference. You said it last week. Yeah. It makes an enormous difference. But if they and, but if they if they fuck with you, and, you got you know what I'm saying. You got to let them know well, sure, they got but, shit fucked up. But you don't have to change the world though. You can do little teeny yeah, tiny little yeah, right. itty bitty things. Here That's and there. evolution to me. Like yeah. I say, I, Pac to me was another prophet that nobody wants to claim. Mm-hmm. Pac to me was definitely a prophet. For the things that he said in his interviews, from the things he said in his music, mm-hmm. to me, he was a prophet. Mm-hmm. That's just my own belief. Mm-hmm. Take it for however you want to. But the quote that he said that, I may not change the world, but I will spark the brain mm-hmm. that will. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's in all of us, okay? Yeah, for sure. Because me meeting you sparked something in me, mm-hmm. inspired me to do something like that I never thought I would do, which mm-hmm. was have a podcast with a cop. With a white pale motherfucker. With a... With a <laughs> <laughs> with a white pale motherfucker meeting Twan but but even before I even met you yeah. met Twan he got me out of my comfort zone to do you know spoken word and mm-hmm. everything like that so it's like certain connections certain people that you meet yeah. you know we all are sparking each other's brain and energy and stuff yeah. like that and, 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 you, know, and you never and, know what can come out of that and what's important is when you do, you do all these things and you make all these connections with the best intentions. And mm-hmm. and that's why you and I have become friends is because we came at this with the best intentions. Yeah. You wanted to get to know me. I wanted to get to know you. What better intention is that than getting right. to know a fellow human? Right. And so, you know, we've said a whole bunch of shit in 11 episodes. This is our 11th episode. And we've said a whole bunch of stuff. And some people agree with all of it. And some people agree with 20% of it. And some yeah. people think, well, that's cool. But that was yeah. a bunch of crock of shit. Regardless doesn't matter. At the end of the day, the reason why this podcast exists is because we have good intention, good intention, and it is. It's pure, and it's good. And so through this, regardless of how much of what we've said you agree with or disagree with, there may be somebody out there who hears something and is in a place, and it occurs to them or it triggers something in them, and then they go out and do something truly great with it. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. 
Like, who knows? Right. The point is, the point is, if you put out positive energy, the chances of getting positive energy back increase. That's how the universe works. If you go out, if you walk out into the street and you walk up to three people and you smile and shake their hand and say, you look nice today or whatever, just say whatever fucking nicety you you can think of. And the chances of that person responding to you in kind is enormous. If you then walk to another three people and punch them in the face, you're probably going to get fucking punched (laughs) in the face. (laughs) Yeah. Be good. Yeah. Be decent. Yeah. Put out positive energy. Yeah. And the chances of it coming back to you are enormous. Yeah. It's so simple. It, it, it's no, so simple. It, it, Don't be a piece it, of shit. It's so simple that it's, just, it's, it's too hard for people. You know one of my biggest things that my wife yells at me about? Mm. It's when I'm driving, I let people over. Really? I let people over because I know it's going to be a one-time point that I need to get over. Yeah. Right? Which so, is nice, though. Guess what, though? I get over for some odd reason. Every time I put that motherfucking blink on, mm-hmm. somebody's letting me over. You know, part of it though is probably because you don't drive like an asshole though either. That too, but so you didn't do anything that led up to that point where people yeah. are like, "I'm not letting this fucker over." I always you just let people over. past me. You and- turn your blink on, I'm like, hey, I, I even turn my 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 my, uh, my highlights on, yeah. like, yo, come on, yeah, come on over. Yeah. But so uh, my 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 wife uh, the other day, she was like, "Why isn't everybody letting me over?" I was like, "Well, baby." You don't let nobody oversee. <laughs> if you walk around frowning, right, and you look up, people are going to frown at you because yeah. they're going to mimic what's on your face. If yeah. you walk around smiling, people are going to smile at you because they're going to mimic what's on your face. Exactly, it's not fucking magic. It's right. just, it's just, it's just truth. Oh, right? so you don't believe in magic now? No, I don't damn believe it, in magic. God damn it, Blue! I believe it's just so simple. Just kidding, I don't know. Be nice, and people yeah. will be nice back to no, you. That's, that's be a real. dickhead, and people are going to be a dickhead back to you. That's real, and, I, and I, that's fair. That too. is fair. I if I mistreat you. Fucking mistreat me because I earned it. But, nah, if I just don't fuck with your ass, I just don't fuck with your ass. So you ain't gonna have yeah. a chance to meet yeah, treat yeah, me. Yeah, you yeah. I'm gonna just be so far away from your ass that you know you gonna know I don't fuck with you. Yeah. All right, man. You got dinner on the table. I got dinner on the table. You got dinner on the table. You good? Like uh, well, I'll be fine. I'm not sure. My wife just called though. What'd she say? Oh. She just called and hung up. Oh. Not what? Sure. Shit, Twan. You Hopefully. got anything? Hopefully she was you asking single, about bro. You single, bro. You might as well go and hit Broadway. Man, I'm too old to go to Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm burned out on Broadway, bro. I feel you, man. Yeah. I feel you, man. I watch oh. a documentary and Netflix and what, chill What documentary myself. are you watching? Man, I just I got, got one for you. What you got? Hold on. I got it. I don't know. We'll trade one. I, I got say, it. It's about uh, how in about 2050, mm-hmm. they're going to have like certain uh, robots. Not robots, but... Uh, certain chips in your body where it can like prevent uh, heart, uh, heart attacks, yeah. pregnancies, hmm. uh, lung cancer, like all these uh-huh. things that can be input into the body uh, to prevent all these type of diseases and things, so that people can live longer. Yeah, hmm. I saw something short. It was called Bio something or other. I think that maybe yeah. it. I gotta go back. I gotta go back on hmm. my continue watching. I yeah, can't remember yeah, the name, yeah. uh, but, but that was a good one. Yeah, um, and I just finished uh, Machiavelli. Oh, it's, it's yeah. on Netflix? Nah, I find that on YouTube. Machiavelli. But it's by BBC. It's pretty good. Like, it talks about how he wrote the book and, you know, where all the the prints came from and all this other stuff. Okay, I got to yeah. check that out. I may yeah. watch that tonight. Yeah, yeah. It's I may watch man. that tonight, bro. Yeah. Yeah. What there about you? Blue? I'm going to go home and sleep. Blue don't never watch shit I send him. I told him about this. <laughs> I know. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, yeah, he ain't watched just shit. Just start Rick and Morty, man. Just, I, just, I haven't watched just, that. Just start Rick and okay, Morty. Okay, Rick and Morty. Because when I get home, by the time I get home. You're going to love these shows, though. Well, you're going to sure stay I will, up. But I can't. Like, I've had three hours of sleep in 24 hours. Right. Like, my body just shuts down. Yeah, I ain't got nothing to say that. All right. 
right. Well, just plug in. I'll try. I sponsor. Black Luster. <laughs> B-L-A-C-K-L-U-S-T-R-E. It yeah. is a black-owned clothing company that makes apparel, not apologies. It really yeah. is badass. We say it every week. We do. They keep coming out with new stuff. Yep. It's all. It just gets better and better. They got Blurred Line stuff. Um, yep. It's badass. It's, and, a, it's a good cause, and it's cool shit. So to go check it out. And once again, if you want to donate to the seven. show. Yeah, cash out. See? Amon7. Put the dollar sign first. The dollar sign, because all the cash out mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. have the dollar sign. Smart. So dollar sign, Amon, A-M-U-N, 7. Just cash out that, whatever in your heart. Please and do. And all that money goes to Twan, our gracious producer, yes. who uh, does all this for free. He does. So please support the show. Donate to the show. It all goes to him. And and if uh, it wouldn't didn't go all to him, it would go to someplace other than me. I was going to say, well, yeah, I got a couple bills, you know. know, Charities, whatever. What what Kanye West say? Uh, I got a couple past uh, past bills due. I won't get Pacific. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, you know. But we all fall down. (laughs) But, yeah, man. So, yeah, once again, peace and blessings to the whole planet and everybody who listening. This is your host, Black Nine, with my co-host, Blue Line, Twan, in this joint. And this is the Blurred Line Podcast, and we out. Thanks, man. Hey, young brother, didn't you say you wanted to be like Malcolm? Didn't you hang all his quotes on your wall? Didn't you write about him all through college? I thought you was a know-it-all. Didn't you depict him like he was your Jesus? And you were the Apostle Paul. I thought you said you wanted to be like Malcolm. You even thought about getting an ex tatted. Your actions show that you're nothing but a savage I thought you wanted to be like Malcolm You said that the black man was God But by your ways you seem Just like another fraud You even preached about black economics Just still a slave to them white folks in your pocket I thought you wanted to be like Malcolm You said you was going to electrify your own people By missing your own socket, I thought you wanted to be like Malcolm. You can't even control your own emotions. You're up and down like hydraulics. I thought you wanted to be like Malcolm. And I know you feel a little phony when you're out drinking with your white homies. Because another nigga just got killed and they caught it on camera. And what you gonna do? Just rent and share a post? Just so people can come in and be like, damn, little Tom Tom woke. I thought you wanted to be like Malcolm. Be real, young brother. Even though you said that Malcolm was your hero, you nothing but another miseducated Negro.